a hyuk, a hyuk, a hyuk, a hyuk, a hyuk, hyuk. That'd be my uh, job that I would get if I won the lottery is I would uh, just apply to be goofy at the... At Disneyland? At Disneyland. You ain't doing that now. You ain't doing that when you when you win the lottery. No way. You ain't doing that when you're 60. You're doing no. it never. Nevers. Never sway. Steven, can you give me a running baseline really quick? A running baseline. Like a do 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 do. Or like a boom 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 boom. No, I need it to be faster. I need I need to have a little bit of pace. My boss asked me to get a new job today. Now I'm really ticked off. My boss told me to get out of his way. Now I'm really ticked off. But then he asked me if I want a raise. Now I'm not ticked off. Step up. Step up. Step up. Step up. And scene? Scene. All right. Wow, great job. That was some of our best work. Yeah, not for me. Uh, possibly for you. Okay. Well, this is the podcast, Real Rod, and the definitive podcast for movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I am Nick, and that is Steven, line dancing Ramirez over there. Step up and step off, and that's the guy you need to see. Uh, have Have you gotten into the trend of the, uh, the line dancing TikToks yet? Uh, no, no, because I uh, used to formerly uh, line dance when I was ooh about eighteen years old. Well, um, it is it is back in a big way, my friend, and you need to get you need to jump back in the bandwagon. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right without it. We haven't done a real run TikTok yet, but I think the first one is going to be you line dancing. So uh, it'll be to one song and one song only, "Achy Breaky Heart" by Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, that is the classic. And uh, speaking of a classic, we have a classic episode for you today. We're doing Channing Tatum. Jenna Dewan, Tatum formerly Knee, N-E-E Tatum, formerly Knee, Step Up, the uh, the uh, the classic dancing on the wrong side of the tracks movie, uh, a lot planned for you, and to help us along this journey, we're a sequels podcast, we always have been a sequels podcast, and this is the trilogy, the third episode, returning champion, please welcome... Gina, back to the podcast. Hello, Gina. Welcome back. Hello, Gina. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to step up my podcast with you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into your step up uh, bona fides uh, later. But first, we, we like to welcome guests back with a little game based around their name. Uh, I'm sure we had a stretch of a game the last time you uh, came on. So this time, uh, the Oscars are coming up. There's some Oscar news. The nominations have come out. But we're we're going to skip the Oscars. I'm introducing a new award show. As you know, I'm a big award show guy, Stephen. Um, the Genas. The Genas are here. We have five categories for you, Gina. Uh, if you could uh, please uh, pick the award winners for these. Are you ready? I'm I'm so ready. Well, first of all, what would the Gina statue look like? Just give us a give us a mental image so we know. Oh my gosh, I feel like the statue would be me, like in my bed, like snuggled up, um, just like watching stuff. 
on my phone. Oh, wow. As cinema should be watched. On your phone. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> that statue weighs like 89 pounds, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of like width heavy statues anymore. So I think that would be good if it was like an entire bed. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a shoebox size. There is like no way you can carry this trophy with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> like get out of here. That's your swag bag. <laughs> that's your reward. That's everything. That's all we could afford. <laughs> Please just leave. We only have one. Fight fight for it, freaks. <laughs> but if you win two, maybe they stack on each other like a bunk bed. That oh my god, that'd cool. be that'd be pretty And then there's just like Octavia Spencer's just walking around with like <laughs> with three stacked yeah. up Gina's. Yeah, good luck with that Kate Blanchett. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Okay, first category. Um <laughs> What was the last movie you saw? What is the winner in that category? So, I mean, Step Up would technically win. Yeah. Um, so, I, to watch it for this podcast. But, um, actually, an oldie um, was Saving Private Ryan. Wow. Um, it was, I was on a flight. Yeah, I was on a flight. It, it was like one, I was just scrolling. And I was like, you know, it's one I've never seen before. And, yeah, it was, it was intense. Man. But glad I saw it. Can Take it off my bucket list. You, you watched know? it all on the flight? Yeah, it's like a six-hour flight, and that was like two hours, yeah. 45 it's minutes, like something like that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's I, a lot. I didn't realize that opening scene was so graphic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt bad for my neighbor, but they'll live, I guess. <laughs> you're, fi- you're firing off on all cylinders. <laughs> Watching that movie taken off from Hawaii back to back to the states. Yeah, that is really patriotic of you. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, we salute we salute your service. <laughs> what, what was your what were your what oh, what was your uh, star grade out of five stars? You can give half stars. What are you what are you giving Saving Private Ryan? I I give it a four. Okay, it was, yeah, solid. Um, I thought it was a solid, well done movie. I mean. I'm I'm not like a good critic. I like the shows. I like all the movies that are on this podcast. So I'm not, you know, <laughs> you know? Um, an expert. Um, you like what you like. Yeah, no, I, I thought I like what I like. I thought cinematography was really, really well done. Like, I know it was super graphic and really intense, but it still had like so much to it and so much to take in. And I just felt like yeah. in that first scene, there was like so many stories happening in this chaotic mess and it just really put you in it. And like, that's kind of what you want with like a movie. Sometimes it's just yeah. really feel like I don't want to look at my phone. And I was just so captured by it that. Yeah. It, it really, really impressed me. That's well, awesome. Spoilers for the people who haven't seen uh same by Ryan that are listening to this podcast, <laughs> but uh, whose death affected you the most? What, it was it a did Vin Diesel? Was yeah, I was Vin, gonna say Caparzo. Was it a Vin Z- <laughs> okay, I laughed so hard when he was in it. I was like, wait, this is weird. Yeah. Uh, yelling out, and he did, no you never got into wet one, letter. You didn't get into one car the whole time, yeah. and you're like, who is this? Really, Vin Diesel? Yeah, where's his family? Yeah, because he was he was one trying to save a little girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. tough. Yeah, tough. I was like, me too. I'd I'd try to take the kid as well. Yeah, yeah. but um, I ain't had no wet paper over. <laughs> It was the um the brother who Phoebe has his kids and friends. He was like the doctor when he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I cried. Oh, uh, Giovanni, was it Rabisi? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I really liked his character just because I felt like he had a lot of empathy and sort of took you out of like their kind of gruff man thing and actually mm-hmm. like showed emotion. So yeah, he, that, that made me cry. Yeah. Okay, it's it a okay. toughie. It so tough. Giovanni gets the first Gina, uh, Steven next category. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The category is, uh, the actor you will see any movie that they make. 
as of right now? As of right now, and I'm definitely, you know, sort of drinking the Kool-Aid, but Aubrey Plaza, I feel like put her in anything right now. And I just, I just want to take it all in. I think she's super dynamic. I don't know if you saw like the little hours and then there was another one that she did. Um, um, not five low, Philo goes west. Oh but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Ingrid, yeah. Ingrid goes west. Yeah. Ingrid, Ingrid goes west. Yeah, I just, I, I just think she's so great and great weird movie. and different. And yeah, um, yeah. Put her in anything right now, and I'm in. Yeah, I've, what I've, I've seen parts of Little Hours. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen Ingrid, Little Hours. I was very surprised by Little Hours. <laughs> it's a, it's a wild movie. Yes, crazy um, movie. I cannot watch right. Ingrid Goes West because that is, uh, that's. The uh, too creepy for me vibe. No, it's good. I have a really hard time with those. No, it's good. I want to see her HBO movie that just came out, though. That's supposed to be Emily, Emily the Criminal. Yeah, it's Emily good. The Criminal. I did see that one. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that leads us to our next category, Gina. The best actress you'd like to be best friends with. Yeah. Um, I put Frances McDormand. Oh. Wow. Um, I feel like. <laughs> Feel like she'd be really fun to talk to and have a lot of stories and just like also like not have any bullshit she just talk talk to you straight and yeah. uh i kind of love that yeah yeah that's so, an excellent choice some of her interviews uh she gives Thank off you. those vibes yeah yeah if i could go uh yeah. back a back in time thing for me is i if i could go back and hang out with her and holly hunter when they just smoked cigarettes in their in their apartment in new york city hanging out with the cohen's i'd be like that's that sounds like the perfect time for me yeah Category number four, uh, favorite movie memory. Uh, it can be recent. It can just be the first one that pops into your head. Uh, what gets the Gina for movie memory? Yeah. Um, when I read that, you know, when I read movie memory, I immediately just thought of like summers. My sister and I would take the bus to the movie theater and we'd buy one ticket and just hop around the movies like all day long. Um, and you know, when you just kind of like sneak into one after the other and we'd watch like three movies in a day and it was just so much fun. And obviously you're not talking when you're having like watching a movie, but we were bonding so much. Right. And uh, just one of those core things of like, we both just like to watch movies and just would spend the day doing that. It was yeah. Really good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I, I never hmm. did that. I was too, uh, I was too afraid of authority. I was under, I was under the, the boot to, to want to risk it, but man, that's a, uh, that sounds like a great day. You gotta do it. Gotta try it now. I know, like everything's booking seats, but you could do it. Yeah, be a rebel. Yeah, Just advocate. <laughs> well, AMC took the times off of all the other movies, so you can't see what uh, what's playing when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so lame. Oh, Whatever. did they? Yeah. So if you're walking around, they don't have it on like the underneath the. It's not, you have to like look on the app. Yeah, you yeah. have to look on the app. There's not like a there's not oh. like a board where you see like movie movie times. Yeah, it's playing, like you know? number three is showing this at this time. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people walk into like I'll be seeing a really serious movie and then I'll see somebody walk in and sit down and then <laughs> they'll be like two thirds of the way into like some some Oscar drama and then they just stay there the rest of the time and I'm like wow yeah. <laughs> they have no idea what's happening but they, it seems like they're enjoying it yeah they're they're just they're just accept, accepting their fate <laughs> last category uh, the the ultimate category best picture this can just be your favorite movie the best one you've seen in a while uh whatever you please what what are you handing out best picture to i am handing out best picture to the movie that i want to win best picture this year um and i, I really want everything everywhere all at once to win yeah. um 
I just thought it was so clever, so just beautifully created. And the acting was obviously so phenomenal. Um, I was so excited that Stephanie got that um, supporting actress nomination because I thought that was kind of a, a diss at the uh, Golden Globes. Um, so I, I give it to, to everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's fair. All fair points. Uh, first off, we are a pro everything everywhere all at once podcast. Yeah, as we like to call it. Um, but uh, and also we are a very anti Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Fuck the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, ten times over. Yeah. We are we are Team Brendan. We are we are team we are Team Stephanie. We are anti. Um, yeah, well, I, 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 wa- I watched the Golden Globes, but I hate watched it. It was mm. like it was like when you watch it, and you're like, Ugh. the best part about the Golden Globes is that they hire controversial hosts uh, to just roast everybody, which yeah. is nice. But it, then again, it's also the Hollywood Foreign Press Association doing this, so you know they can they can go to hell as well. So yeah, no, all all fair points. Uh, as a crowd favorite, as the as the popular to win Best Picture, probably won't win Best Picture. It'll probably be something pretty dumb it's in the uh speaking you think of, it'll be the fablemans uh, see there you go i don't think so that's good yeah i, I think, don't want i don't know yeah i think it's between four movies and i think fablemans everything it'll probably go to top gun i'm just here to say it it'll no, probably go to top gun no fablemans everything <laughs> banshees or tar i think is and tar might be the dark horse there mm, uh, mm. watch it be watch it be top gun because hollywood because uh, the oscars suck too yeah in different ways uh, less, but less terrible. Cry if it's Top Gun, <laughs> <laughs> if it's Top Gun, I'm gonna take off my shirt and do a flex, a flex dance with some footballs, with some footballs and yeah. some uh, aviators. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, any other, any other Oscar noms that you want to talk about, Gina? To, uh, to elude? I think those were all. Those were all the ones that I w- would talk about. Yeah, the Stephanie Hsu nomination yeah, is great. Could... Um, I don't. I still don't understand why Jamie Lee Curtis is nominated, although she had an okay performance. No RRR, which was a bummer. No RRR except the song. Yeah, the song. best Nachi, original Nachi, song. Not to, not to. So good for not to, not to. Yeah, that's a that's a weird snub. Um, lots of weird snubs. Nope. Uh, nope, nope, snub. Nope, nope. Said nope at the Oscars. I think it's because they didn't try to. They didn't think that they would be an Oscar movie, and then everybody at the year end was like, it was on all everybody's best of lists. Yep. And then they're like, shit, we should put together an Oscar campaign, and they just forgot. Yeah, they can't, they kind of forgot about the Oscars. Too bad you have to put together Oscar to. campaigns. Yeah. Um, till oh. no till, no till, no till. Uh, the only other movie news we wanted to cover is Jeremy Renner. We are a Jeremy Renner podcast, whether we want to be or not. Um, he is recovering from his snowplow incident. He's he's out of the hospital, so good for Jeremy. Uh, multiple he, broken bones. The story goes he was uh, saving his um, adult nephew uh, from the from the snow machine, which would have ran him over. He's a, he's, that's a great uncle. He's he's a weird guy, but he's a hero. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, a weird. Hero. That's a weird, dedicated <laughs> uncle. You know, I appreciate that. As a as a guy who has many uncles, I'm pretty sure they do the same. <laughs> you do have many uncles. That is true. Speaking of uncles, uh, Magic Mike, the new Magic Mike movie is coming out. and uh, <laughs> Sexy Uncle Mike. Se- sexy Uncle Mike. <laughs> uh, 2023, I am getting excited about movie-wise. I think it's going to be a big year. We got, we got a lot on the horizon, but coming up quickly... Steven Soderbergh, back to direct the new Magic Mike, uh, which is why we are doing the Channing Tatum uh, we are in January right now, so we'll call it January, but uh, this is going to air in February. January is ended. 
and we'll, January we're is over, it. but yeah, we're capstoning it with the movie Step Up, and uh, let's get into it. A little taste. It's a little taste of Step Up. Tyler Gage worked hard to try to get a better life, but on August 11th. So you think you can dance? Catch me. Now what? In a world where he doesn't belong. 2.30 tomorrow, ring tights. Tights? Wait, what? He's getting one chance to go further than he ever imagined. I'm fighting for something that's real for the first time. Step up. You don't know what you got yourself into. And up. Rated PG-13 starts August 11th. Step up, or as many people in other countries know it as, Sexy Dance. Sexy Dance. <laughs> Great franchise name. Better franchise name than Step Up, because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of stepping up in this movie. I don't know. There's not enough sexy dancing in it to be called Sexy Dance. Magic, Ma- Magic Mike. Now, that's that that's movie should be dance. called Sexy Dance. Sexy Dance Mike. <laughs> um, before we get into the blurbs and everything... Um, I saw Step Up in theaters. I'm nearly no, positive. No, you didn't. I'm nearly positive. No, you didn't. I did. No, why? I First Girlfriend, hmm. end of 2005, going into 2006. Okay. This is a uh, this is an August release in 2006. I was firmly in First Girlfriend territory, mm-hmm. and I really think that that's what happened to me. I think I, I, I definitely saw the movie Honey, okay. which makes me think that I definitely saw uh, Step Up. That's unfortunate. Uh, Gina, what's your experience with Step Up? How, are, are you a Step Up head? Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely saw it in theaters as well. I think I went with my friend Patty, and we were we were so in love with Channing Tatum. Um, he, he definitely won us over with this what, Step Up movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what was his filmography before this? It was Coach Carter, and then, and then um, he's, is She's the Man? Was it those two? I think she's... She's the man was the same year, okay. I believe I read. Because mm-hmm. um, it is kind of like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, was this before or after? And I think it was probably like both came out same year. Um, so he kind of just hit the ground running and was like, hey. Yeah, same um, year. Wow. Look at me now. Yeah. His first movie ever was Coach Carter. And then he was in Supercross, which is Future Contender. Um, and then she's five. The man. He had five, uh, five movies, quote unquote, mov- five credits in 2006. Yeah. Two, two of which were he was in Sean Paul and uh, Ciara's music videos. So good for him. But she's the man. Guide to Recognizing Your Saints and Step Up all came out uh, in 2006. Yeah. Uh, made his premiere. Made his premiere. By the way, uh, quick fun fact about uh, Tanning Chatham. Uh, first cast as a dancer in Ricky Martin's She Bangs movie uh, uh, music video. <laughs> there you go. Paid four hundred dollars. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia, for that tasty fact. That could be my only credit, and I would be proud of my career. Yeah, yeah, dance better than <laughs> William Hung. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so critical, uh, critical consensus about uh, Step Up. Twenty one percent. Twenty one percent of critics said it's a uh, it's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> audience, audience, though, a uh, huge discrepancy. One Big of the big one of the biggest discrepancies we've ever witnessed yes. on this podcast. Eighty three percent. Eighty three. Um, that's a, that's, I feel like that's, uh, I feel like that is egregious. I feel like that's egregious. <laughs> 21 is egregious. This is the lowest rated step up movie. There and are, it's the first one. Yeah. There are like seven of these things and this one is the worst. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. I've seen step this up to the egregious! streets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gina, how many of the sequels have you seen? 
I have seen none of the sequels. I'm a, I am not a. You're a, one and done. You're a Channing I'm not fan. A step up fan. Okay. Wow. I'm, just, I'm not always a sequel person. I think the Bring It On sequels really ruined. Oh, um, yeah. Sequels like that for me, you know, where it's like sort of a set, really good first movie, and then like they just try to like milk it. Like there's no story continuation, and the right. Bring It On movies were so bad. I never, so I never, I never stuck with Step Up. It's okay. We'll forgive you this time, but I, uh, for the podcast, <laughs> I watched uh, Step Up to the Streets again. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. But I've seen it before. That is a fact. That's, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, th- this is a definitely a movie that I didn't know existed, that I didn't want to know existed. But then I saw that there was a Step Up to the Streets, and I saw the trailer for that. I was like, where was I when the Step Up 1 came out? And so I had to do my research and find out about Tanning Chatham. Step Up to the Streets is nearly as good a name as Too Fast too furious it is like right there yeah it's it's borderline it's pretty good i was reading about the new step ups and some of them are uh, very good according to uh, the internet which we don't believe ever um rotten tomatoes has a new you you might also like when you look up a movie now so whenever i scroll down i see that you might also like and it always has another bunch of bad movies the you may also like the x which is a movie that you have to see to believe. I'm not even going to get into it. But That's that, with Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, Jason He's Bateman. He's a paraplegic. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there. Uh, She's the Man, No Reservations, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Really bad. Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> uh, Evening, a movie that I don't know anything. I've never, never heard, heard of. Never heard of it. And a Walk to Remember. Walk uh, to Remember, almost a future contender. Almost a, a Hall of Fame future contender. That, it's, it's undeservedly so. Yes. Because uh, it is not a 27% movie. I'm just here to let everybody know. You think it's slower. No, it's much higher. Are oh, you kidding me? Oh, okay. Mandy Moore. You're Mandy Walk Moore, to Remember right? may be one of the most romantic movies I have ever witnessed in my entire life. More than The Notebook. Yes. That is unbelievable. I hate The Notebook. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just going to forget everything in five minutes. You're just going to tell me the story all over again <laughs> until you die. And then, then I get alone and I don't remember anything. Wow. You don't think that's romantic? Okay. Well, yeah. We'll see when I read you. <laughs> I guess I will. We had a podcast, Stephen. <laughs> we had a podcast for four years. <laughs> this is, yeah, we're coming up on a five year anniversary of yeah. uh, Real Rotten. Good f- uh, applause to us. Shout out to us. Um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes blurb states it, that this trite teen romance has too little plot and not enough dancing. Uh, yeah. I guess. Mm, there's something there. That's uh, not really there for the plot. You're there to watch people dance. Yeah, my blurb from Nell Manow, our, our girl. Uh, she said she gave it a positive review, mm-hmm. a B, a hip hop version of High School Musical. Some juvenile delinquency and a drive-by shooting added in to, pr- to provide some street cred. To street cred, but a Disney-fied version world where kisses are important and happy endings are guaranteed. Kisses are very <laughs> important in this movie. They're like magical powers. <laughs> uh, thanks, Nell. That was great. Uh, my blurb from a uh, new friend of the show, uh, Stella Papa Michael oh. <laughs> of the BBC.com, which uh, stands for um, Big Beautiful Criticisms, Yeah, uh, states, Debut director Ann Fletcher fails to put a new spin on umpteen romantic hoofers. <laughs> Not heifers, hoofers. Oh, I, th- I okay. thought that was a good joke because hoof, because they dance with their oh, feet. Oh, hoofers. Yeah. That's the Brits. Clip, clip yeah. clopping around. Yeah. Stella Papa Michael, uh, unparalleled name. We're pro- <laughs> Hey, we're a pro-Greek podcast. You know, we have to be. Papa Michelle, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gina, did you have a blurb you would like to share? Yeah, yeah. Mine's from Scott Bowles of USA Today. Mm. And he said, for a movie 
about dancing, Step Up is pretty clumsy on its feet. Mm. Um, love a good little, you know, dig yeah. that's relevant to the movie. Give me the dance puns. <laughs> Give me the little kicks. Yeah. 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 Step Up has two left feet and it needs surgery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it needs corrective <laughs> surgery. Uh, our guy Raj didn't review this, uh, so we'll go to our secondary uh, uh, notable critic, and that's Richard Roper. So our segment, Ropa Dope. Uh, Step Up is about following the teen dance romance, uh, teen dance romance movie recipe without variations, right up to the big finale. Finality, right up to the big finale. By then, Wake Up would have been a better title. Wow, big sleepy rich, sleepy, sleepy rich on the job, <laughs> sleepy rich. <laughs> uh. Good one, Roper. Good one. Yeah, great. We give you, know, you that. We appreciate your dumb joke. Directed by Ann Fletcher, uh, who is who tends to be a choreographer, but she also directed Hocus Pocus Two. Yeah, Hot Pursuit. Reese Witherspoon. You, you weren't in that movie. You weren't uh, into that? Sophia Vergara. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sophia. I, know, I knew that movie. Yes, that movie was something that I, I didn't. I didn't contender. see that. Uh, the proposal, which is Ryan Reynolds and Sandra. You know, some people's. Legendary movie. 8% for Hot Pursuit. And uh, 27 Dresses, which I think is probably 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I think it's 27 for 27. Uh, I think you're right. Um, Catherine Heigl at, um, I guess, her best. If th- that's the movie she did right after Knocked Up. Uh, so Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, she there was a ba- it, was a, it was a step down. 41 for uh, 27 Dresses. Okay, well. The Proposal, thumbs up. Uh, 27 Dresses, thumbs sideways. Hot Pursuit, thumbs down. Hocus Pocus 2. Gina, did you see Hocus Pocus 2? I didn't catch the sequel. I I didn't. I canceled my Disney Plus um, <laughs> and then just forgot about it. So you, I, I, I heard mixed mix feelings. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, you didn't miss much. Oh, you're living in a dream world. You don't have to keep up with any Disney Plus stuff. Hocus I like Pocus that 2, definitely in the 40s. Uh, written by Dwayne Adler, story by Dwayne Adler, who also wrote Save the Last Dance. Uh, coincidence? Yeah. No, definitely not. Dude. Definitely not. <laughs> he only had one idea, and he used it twice. <laughs> so, so good for Dwayne. <laughs> but uh, also written by uh, Melissa Rosenberg, who I'm assuming came in and punched up uh, Dwayne's idea because he's. He, they were she like probably employed him. They were yeah. like, "This is a lot like Save the Last Dance. We kind of need uh, a new angle." Um, She's the showrunner from Jessica Jones, and she wrote all three Twilights. I've been getting uh, into the OC recently. It's not going to be on my recommendations, but uh, I've been watching quite a bit of OC, <laughs> which I don't know why. <laughs> you know, we might bring that up later. <laughs> um, but she was a producer and a writer on that show as well. Okay. Yeah. Notable crew. I just want to shout out the editor, Nancy Richardson, who's it's- most known for... Selena, 13, and Stand and Deliver, and Step Up. That's a solid four. Yeah, that's yeah. great. She's, that's a good career. That, that's a solid three. She could have retired from Selena, 13, and Stand and Deliver. Those are those are uh, well-shot movies. Yeah, 13 is on my list of movies I will never show my daughter and or... Uh, never watch again. Never watch again. <laughs> You're just going to watch it once, and you don't need to watch it again. It's fine. Uh, we, we get it. <laughs> but, you know, good for them. She yeah. also did uh, Luckiest Girl Alive and a, a 2020 movie, Love and Monsters. That Love was Monsters. pretty. Uh, Dylan O'Brien. Where it starts in location? Fairfield, California. Fairfield. There you go. Wow. It, it's not even Fairfield. Nothing this looks po- like Fairfield. The podcast always comes back to Fairfield. Yeah, yeah like we all do. Um, <laughs> actors in this film. Uh, the one and only uh, Tatum Channing. Uh, Tanning Chatham. Uh, Channing Tatum. Tyler Gage. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, I love mispronouncing his name. It sounds so. It sounds. It sounds great any way you say his name. He's a good spoonerism guy. Yeah. 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 Um, Gina, can you give us one or two minutes on Channing Tatum? Just, just what, what does it for you with that guy? I feel like he's got a goofy side. Like I loved when he was in um, uh, the one where ever all the celebrities are playing themselves. It's like Jonah Hill. And, oh, um, this is the end. Yep. Yeah, this is the end. Like when he comes out and he's like um, Danny McBride's little sex sex slave guy. Like yeah. I just thought that that was funny, and he pokes fun at himself, you know. Um, and I, I felt like he thrived in this movie when he was acting a little bit sillier and goofier, um, especially in like she's the man. He's like a little sillier too, but like he's not terrible to look at. Look at him and kick him out of bed. Um, I think he's got some real charisma. What do you think of his uh, outfit choices in this movie? <laughs> it's extreme. Oh, it was very 2006. <laughs> this movie was very 2006. I um, I <laughs> they were great. They were not good. Is what I would say. Great? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're like where you're from that generation. Man, they're so bad. Even back in 2006, they were bad. But I but that was the look. That was yeah. the look for for hip hop culture in 2006, especially Skinny's ensemble featuring the LED or the the LED <laughs> sign that says "I'm Skinny." <laughs> we used to wear hats that covered our eyebrows. Why did we wear hats that covered our eyebrows? I still do that to this day. <laughs> a backwards hat over your eyebrows that just makes it look like you don't have a single hair on your head. To this day, that's because it's all body hair. That's why I got plenty to show on my arms. Uh, <laughs> we the we are a Channing Tatum podcast. Can we can we can we throw our weight behind Channing? Or is I mean, he, he's too good and I'm, famous. He's good at his job. I'm Switzerland with the Channing Tatum. Wow, what what's your problem? What's I don't your know. Deal? He, what's your deal, bro? What's your deal, bro? He's just he's just a popular guy, and uh, you know I'll I'll switch to pro because um, he had a good directorial <laughs> debut, and that's hard to pull off as as like an actor who is also a dancer who is also a model like. He, he was not destined to be an auteur, but he he honed he honed the craft and he pulled it off with dog. Yep. Dog. Dog. The titular dog was great in that movie. Um Gina, <laughs> last last question about Channing until before we move on. On a scale from six to midnight, what would you give the the <laughs> ghost remake that uh Channing Tatum is currently working on? Allegedly, they, yeah. They own the rights to ghost. How in are you? Oh, I'm I'm kind of out. Uh, I, out on ghosts. Let a good movie be She's a, a purist. <laughs> yeah, she loves herself some Whoopi. <laughs> that movie did terrify me as a child uh, because I watched the the end of it where they pull the pull the actual bad guy to hell and the demon the shadow demons come and get him. That's, that was <laughs> yeah, pretty sad. That yeah. was pretty sad. If you watch that movie without really knowing what it's about and you think it's just about like a ghost and a rom- romance. There's much more to that movie than you remember. You're not watching that movie on mute in a bar because you walk in and you don't know what that movie is. You're like, what are they showing on this TV right now? I don't know. I think Channing can, I think he'll be able to pull off the ghost, uh, the ghost remake. Maybe he's the one that gets his, he gets his hands on the pottery and then. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's shirtless for sure in this movie. The ghost woman. There's a ghost woman. Oh, is it reverse? Yeah. Yeah, Let's make it Uma Thurman. How about that? Sana Lathan. (laughs) Sana Lathan. There you go. Uh, Also in this movie, Jenna Dewan. Jenna Dewan. Good for her. 
I really enjoyed her in the second season of American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was the she was in like the interstitial uh sequences of uh American Horror Story Asylum with with her with her husband, the actor who played her husband. Uh I don't know if you call him an actor, but it's Adam Levine. <laughs> and he gets his arm chopped off. Spoiler alert. Uh but she was good in it. Okay. She, she was yeah, she she did good. She's she's famous for being a a dancer and she's a great dancer. Yeah, yeah. And uh she had a she had a lot of roles after this. This was a good uh this was a step up to your career. There you go. Uh Domain Radcliffe uh played Mac Carter and uh Mac. Deshaun Washington played Skinny Carter. Uh yep. we'll, we'll get into both of them. Mario is in this movie. Yeah, Mario, the the R and B actor, the R and B actor slash musician. Yeah, or um, certain white people would say Mario. Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more <laughs> Italian. Do uh, we do you think Chris Pratt is gonna voice him in the cartoon version of, of course. Step Up? I'm surprised he hasn't already. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not uh, greenlit. Uh, uh, Jesse's one note she wanted me to add from this is she wished she always wished that Mario had Chris Brown's career. And yeah. thought that he des- he deserved it more. Aww. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm Team Mario. If that's think, the I decision. I think we agree. I think we agree. I am an anti Chris Brown person. Yes, this is question. an anti Chris Brown podcast. Yeah, this better this better fucking be like <laughs> I got no you got no redeeming qualities in that guy. Yeah, that's why we're a Mario podcast, and we always will be. He had the thinnest beard. Wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Okay. We tolerate Mario. We, we tolerate. don't know his history. <laughs> We're gonna do. You got served one day, and I'm almost positive he's in that too. Um, Drew Sedora played Lucy. Yeah, the friend of of Nora. Was she more famous than I remember? I don't really know. Yeah, she is the Megan Good lookalike. <laughs> yes, that's who she is. I think she got market corrected by Megan Good, which we were happy about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel Griffiths played Director Gordon. What Sutton. is Rachel Griffiths from? She is uh, from. She's got the name. She's got a that that person name. Were, did you ever see that uh, Muriel's Wedding movie? No, but I have heard of it. Uh, I've never seen it, but I know she's in that. She's in my best friend's wedding. Oh, she's the she's the fr- she's the friend in uh, my best friend's wedding who gets who's trying to get married. She's okay. a she's a less famous gr- Judy Greer. Oh. She was in oh she was in Six Feet Under. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Six Feet Under. Okay, okay. we got this. We got this. We're good. Uh, Allison Stoner played the younger sister. Allison Stoner, second time on the pod. Yeah. Uh, uh, under, under underappreciated, underrated actress slash uh, major, major uh, dancer in music videos. Yeah, in the 2000s. three of these actors were in Missy Elliott videos. Yeah. It's <laughs> so incredible. Good for them. And good on Missy for having amazing dance sequences in her, in her videos. Heavy D played Omar. De- Heavy D. Deidre Joy uh, played Nora's mom. Deidre Joy, uh, I wanted to call out Deidre Joy because <laughs> she's most famous for being the ADA in The Wire. She's uh, she's McNulty's like lover, but she also in the first season. But they also get the get the um, unit together to um, help bring down a uh, Barksdale. Yeah, there you go. Whatever you mean, uh, Gina. Are you a Wire person? I'm just going to ask that straight up. <laughs> Another Baltimore. I never saw it. Um, oh, see, there you go. That's your mistake. Never saw it on my list. On my okay. list. Okay, it's yeah. another Baltimore set movie. So I'm or, or not movie TV series, but that's probably why she was in it. They were if they were filming in Baltimore, she probably got the role, and she was like, "Hey, I'm already doing wire shit here." Well, your next six hour flight, you can always uh, watch half of one half season. of one season of The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing Perfect. unto itself. Uh, August 11, 2006. So this movie is a Leo. So good for that. Uh, rated PG-13. An hour and 44 minutes long. 
Really long. Really long movie. You think it was long? Yeah. It, it, it kind of dragged on in the third act. Yeah. Um, basically from when he is like wishy-washy about being her they, partner. They do jump back and forth like at least four times in that scenario. And you're like, I don't really know who's at fault. Up here. until the G-Baby scene. Like that's all. That's, <laughs> that was it. It's like we're going to get into that though. <laughs> You know what? You both know what I'm talking about. Yeah, That's we're, why we're going to talk about we're, it. We, we're just going <laughs> to. I literally have that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, tagline: Every second chance begins with the first step. Not bad. That's uh, also the tagline for my <laughs> my rehabilitation study. Yeah, it's me when I go to AA ten years from now. <laughs> Tag you're it, uh, Gina. Do you have a tagline for this movie that would be on the poster? I do. Um... Work hard, plie harder. Damn it. Oh, right. wow. Plie harder. <laughs> yeah, that's Stole good. my pun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. I'll, I'll do mine since mine doesn't have that pun. Uh, mine is dancing is their escape. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I mean, it works plot wise. <laughs> it's his escape from community service and her escape from her bitch of a mother. This is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Absent of. mother because she's a widow. You know, I would get all the dancers in in there, but they're already coming anyway. So yeah, I'm, they're on their way. My tagline: I'm I'm gonna forfeit on this one. Just say the other one. Okay, dancing on the wrong side of the tracks. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. They needed more tracks. More tracks in this movie. Yeah, more more literal crossing of railroad tracks for <laughs> yes. him to get to the to the art school. Um. All right, so so mine would definitely be on this poster if if I pitched it. It would be a uh, dancing is life. You just gotta dot 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 step up. Um, <laughs> and then and then your your uh, pun. I'm just gonna use it, it, it instead of uh, uh, instead of that one. I would do the plies club yeah. instead of the players club. Oh, the players club. Yeah, the plies. Oh, I just thought of a better one. How about five, six, seven, eight? <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's just, not, not, it's, you know, you'd hit the niche audience. Actually, that's that's wouldn't my make a hundred million dollars. That's my tagline for Step Up Nine, mm. <laughs> which oh, is uh, I'm, I'm sure coming out very soon. Uh, plot keywords, title directed by female, so good for the good for that. That's great criteria. Yeah. yeah, dance school, dance movie, Disney, and dancing. So Disney uh, doesn't sell me. This doesn't sell me as a Disney movie. It didn't. I didn't even know it was a Disney movie. I mean, until. it's produced. Yeah, but it's not like. And just so you know, Gina, this was not on Disney Plus, so you weren't missing out on any free viewing of this. There you go. Yeah. So don't feel Mm. bad. Uh, The most amazing part of this movie is the budget, in that it cost twelve million dollars and made all that money back on the opening weekend. Yeah. (laughs) This movie made one hundred and fourteen million dollars worldwide. Worldwide, uh, putting it at the fifty-first movie of the year. Um, So. Highest fifty first highest grossing movie highest grossing of, of the year any movie worldwide yeah in the year two thousand six in the year two thousand six and this was in August in two thousand six so it beat out a lot of movies that yeah. came and went yeah, yeah. Uh, the number one movie that year can you guess um it's not a Lord of the Rings nope it is a franchise there are nearly six or seven of Fra- them Fast and Furious nope it's uh got Johnny Depp in it hey, oh Pirates it? yeah Pirates two. Pirates 2 Electric Boogaloo. Pirates 2 Dead Man's Chest. Wow. That's right, it did. Yeah, that that's I saw that movie twice in the theater, so it definitely got a lot of money out of me. (laughs) Dead Man's Chest twice? Once sober, once uh, not so sober. (laughs) You know, that's what you do when you're, you know, 17. Alone? (laughs) And alone. (laughs) Uh, This soundtrack. 
Here's some of the people featured on the soundtrack. Hot soundtrack. The intro song itself. Banger. Young, young Jock. Ciara. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Come and give it to Petey Pablo. Khalees. Khalees. Chris Brown. Who Drew, we who were anti. Yeah. Who were very anti. Drew Sidori and Mario. Eclipse. Yep. Which is, you know, fire. Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Fire. Yeah. Uh, fire soundtrack. Fire soundtrack, soundtrack outside two artists, you know? Trivia. Uh, Gina, did you have any trivia from this movie that you wanted to uh, give out to the people? Divulge. Yeah, there was one bit that I that I liked. Um, I guess the director went a little toe-to-toe with the studio because they were trying to have Tana... Oh, my God, Tana. Um, Channing Tatum take off his shirt. And she was like, no, I like he can wear a tank top, but he's supposed to be like a high schooler. Like He's not taking his shirt off. Um, and, and she won and he, he actually never took his shirt off in the movie, which I didn't remember specifically, but yeah, um, I, I thought that that was really cool. A little bit of trivia. Love to see a female director protect her whole, the whole crew. Yeah. That's pretty enlightening. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I did wonder that when I was watching this. 2006 too. Yeah. And seems like a, and seems like a down ass chick. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to hang out with her and pick her brain about the, yeah, about the, about the craft. Because she she this is another person like like Channing Tatum went from being a choreographer to directing music videos to directing movies like it's it's a hard transition it's harder than than most than most people think with a, uh, without question and to be an advocate on top of that like that's uh you know she got chutzpah. I was wondering why he didn't take off his shirt during the movie and now I'm glad that I <laughs> I have the answer now I'm glad I know why yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like that he he was not a. I always thought that he was a professional dancer. It turns out he was just a for fun dancer. He's and, terrible and yeah. stripper. Apparently, he was terrible in comparison to Jenna Dewan. Yeah, Jenna Dewan, professional dancer. Professional dancer usually dances barefoot. Had to wear shoes for the movie because Channing Tatum <laughs> stepped on her feet during initial dance sessions, <laughs> and that's how they fell in love. Yeah. Uh, the most notable trivia of this movie is that uh, out of this movie came. One of my previous favorite couples of all time, Jenna Dewan Tatum and uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, so you thought they'd last forever. For we sh- did for think real. they would, uh, Keith Sweat, last, make it last forever. We mm. thought that was going to happen. Now that's and a song. It, and it did not. Um, but they did last a long time. They got together during the movie, married 2009, finalized their divorce in 2019. Unfortunate. So, yeah. Uh, they were just, uh, they were young kids, but they weren't that young. They were 20, they were 25 when, this, when they filmed this movie. They met, yeah. So, but I, I, I guess they felt like high schoolers. She, she felt like a high schooler. Channing Tatum, you were like, this guy is huge. They pay off being performance <laughs> arts high school students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah probably... I, I got that sense. Yeah. Um, uh, what's, what's her movie plot, Nick? Tyler Gage has been in and out of trouble for most of his life, and after finding himself before the judge again, he is sentenced to 200 hours hours of community service mopping floors at Maryland School of Arts. He quickly catches the eye of Nora, Jenna Dewan, a gifted ballet student who is trying to use hip-hop moves with her classical routines. After some initial hesitation, Nora convinces Tyler to help her with her dance routines, and the sparks fly. Uh, If you watch that last dance sequence... You couldn't you couldn't tell me what was the classic part about that. Like it felt like all modern modern dance. <laughs> the violin. <laughs> sure. The violin drops? Yeah. 
From Mario? There's an orchestra. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Great. Man. It just it just means I know little to nothing about about dance, let alone modern dance, but but too like does anyone care? Yeah. <laughs> uh dancers care. Are you for real? They would never let him join the dance crew. <laughs> <laughs> is there not a single freshman that can do this dance? No one in the school can do Jenna Dewan's dance except Channing Tatum, who's 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 plunging toilets. Yeah, she has, an hour ago. She asked so many sophomores to hold her up, and not one, not one. How does Channing Tatum? Sophomore? How does Channing Tatum get a, get this gig with the dance moves that he initially has? Have you did you watch the beginning ten minutes of this movie? He was he, good. He, he was did, good. No, he danced. Horribly. What are you talking about? Unless that was in. Like, no, that I, was good. That was good dancing back. He jumped through that's that girl, he jumped through that girl's legs. That was a cool move. That was I'll, a cool I'll move. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Everything else, it was him like sticking his neck out, sticking back. He was doing the funky chicken in a hundred different ways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gina, you're Gina, you're on the dance floor, you're vibing with a guy, and then he slides between your legs and then jumps up on the other side and does like a chicken move. How impressed are you? <laughs> Um, I'd be giggling. I don't, I don't, I would be like, I can't, <laughs> like, I just, I, I am not a serious dancer. So I, I just would lose my mind. I'm like, sir, like, this is a Wendy's. Like, you need to uh, stop this dancing. You know, well, I agree. I did like it. So, uh, the first two scenes are worth talking about in that. So they, they set it up where he, you know, he loves to dance. It's one of his things. Just whenever. Yeah, whenever. Whenever, wherever. As somebody who loves to dance. It's always I, there. We get it, yeah. we, Me and Gina, notable dance heads. We, we both like it. Uh, he does... They are bad kids, though. I think the difference in this movie that I forgot is that they are like actual They're absolute criminals. criminals. <laughs> they are very much criminals. <laughs> uh, they they accidentally break into the School of the Arts and they just destroy everything? Yeah. That was pretty fucked up. I'm going to kick out all of this window after accidentally breaking <laughs> yes. it. Not thinking there's going to be any security or night watchmen. Yep. And then we no. had a real Gordon Bombay situation where they're like, mm. we caught you doing something bad. We're going to make you work here <laughs> and, and do this. Yeah. Do something that you don't really like. Yeah. But eventually going to really lie. You're going to work with kids. In this case, it's you're going to dance, son, and you're going to like it. You're going to like it because you're uh, a criminal. I thought that was pretty mean of them. I thought they were doing some real crimes, and I, and I liked that about the movie. I thought it provide it did, as Nell Minow uh, said, it did provide some street cred. I was like, they are just stealing cars constantly in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I did appreciate the dancing uh, of Channing Tatum. That is not my are you for real. My are you for real mm. is that they would never let him do the senior dance with uh, Jenna Dewan. That's that's just the fact. Unless they really believed in him. Also, maybe he was just a really bad janitor. Or if he had advocating <laughs> legal guardians instead of a lady who had three jobs and a guy who just drank beer on a sofa all yeah, day. Yeah, let's talk about that guy. Jesus. <laughs> like, could he be, like, I, I would I would rather him be abusive than indifferent at that point. At least he has some care to, to, to harm Channing Tatum, to, to, you know, throw a basketball in his face once or twice. Come on. Yep. Come on. Why are you giving me this this couch couch potato? Okay, Gina, are you for real? What what did uh what was the most ridiculous part of the movie for you? Um 
I mean, I think definitely the death scene, the, the G baby death scene. Okay, um, yeah. Bring you, it up. Yeah. Can you, can you just run? Yeah. Us, okay. Give us a breakdown I, of what, who G baby is and why we're mentioning him yeah, first yeah, off. Yeah. G baby is a pivotal character in <laughs> I don't know what it's rated, but in hardball, not which, a contender. You know, I, I do feel like this, this movie kind of took, I feel like a lot of different plots from a lot of different movies. <laughs> um, and, and so G baby is like too young to play on the team. The cucumbas. It's a really, you know, it's like a, <laughs> another movie where someone does something bad and they have to teach children. Um, Cause that's safe. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Keanu like takes this team under his wing. They end up, you know, getting really good. And it's like the last game of it all. And they put G baby in and, you know, I think Keanu does that whole thing with the other coach of like, just let him, just let him play. And we don't know what happens. They literally like cut it. We don't know. And I might be remembering it wrong until we're at a funeral scene. And G baby had been walking home, I think. And unfortunately dies. But like earlier that day he'd scored like, I think a grand slam. I think he hit a home run. Yeah. A home run. Yeah. Wins the game. The Kakumbas win. I mean, it wasn't the ship. They didn't win the ship, I don't think, at that point. I think they'd play for G-Baby's honor later. Yeah. Um, but Keanu does this beautiful speech, you know, talking about how happy and joyful he was. And, like, that. that is, like, a gut-wrenching scene. I got to say, right. like, that movie will it's making me a little teary-eyed right now. But G-Baby just had – there was so much more to G-Baby, I think. You know, like, actually, I felt like a love for G-Baby, whereas Innie was – was fine like he was a cool kid but like you know he didn't it just like didn't really spark emotion and can we talk about how they didn't give him a funeral or anything yeah. and then mom just the quietly brother, weeps one emotional no eulogy yeah. start immediately start lowering him into the gray like come on do yeah. something for this kid like put his knee on put his uh light up belt on his <laughs> On his grave or something, or like one of his hats, or, or like the keys to that escalator or something. Uh, yeah, Skinny. Poor Skinny. If G-Baby did what Skinny did, I'd be like... I mean, G-Baby kind of deserved it. I'd be it. like, yeah. he had it coming. I mean, he stole a car from a known drug dealer. What, what do you think, Skinny? Yeah, what are you doing stealing PJ's car, Skinny? Yeah. Come on. Good job, Good job Skinny. Uh, trying to be a cool guy in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, B-more. You got to do that Valley in B-more. Mo. In the Ballymo. <laughs> um, you know, <sighs> let's just leave it. It was there. sad that Skinny died. It was sad that Skinny died. It was. Happened it, way too late because you knew it was going to happen. It was very telegraphed. Yeah. I um, love, well, I, I love that you pulled the Kakumbas. I would have never remembered the oh, yeah, name of that baseball team. <laughs> yeah. The, the hardball taught me a lot of life lessons. Mainly, um, sports gambling is real and it's yes. very intense. <laughs> yes. Even if you're watching outside <laughs> on a street through a glass window. It is life threatening. Uh, hardball, yeah, yeah, hardball was a big movie for me in a lot of ways. Uh, as Judy said earlier, she movie hopped. I saw hardball with my little league team, but mm. me and another guy went to go get popcorn. Couldn't remember what theater we were supposed to be in, and we walked in and, and sat down, and it was Bedazzled was wow. on, was on the movie screen. <laughs> so we watched a little bit of Bedazzled, and we we're like, "This is not hardball." And then we had to go find our uh, baseball team. But oh um, yeah, then I cried and. And the kids made fun of me. So yeah, there you go. That's how that's how it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but <laughs> did they need to kill Skinny for this movie? <laughs> Probably. I Probably. mean, the way they the way they built that character, it was immediately that that was going to be the quote unquote turning point for this movie. Yeah. 
especially with Channing Tatum like j- jiving or uh, or jabbing his friend about um, you should play uh, high school basketball on on our team. It's like, oh no, they suck. It's like they wouldn't suck if you played. It's like, why are you bugging, man? It's like. You Come never on. finish a thing in your life. You never, yeah, why are you telling me you never finish a thing in your life? <laughs> like, come on. That's a little ham-fisted. Yeah, back to them. They were good hustlers, too, playing basketball. I mean, that there's some... That's crazy that they made that much money. Uh, just just working people. Working people. Yeah, and it was all Channing Tatum providing assists. Or It was just it was just yeah. white men can't jump. Skinny... <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll skip ahead to my quote really quick. Skinny Carter coming back from playing basketball. Man, I was dropping dimes today, Mac. Man, you tripped over your own shoes. And then tw- Tyler says, twice, actually. But you rolled out of the second one pretty nice. You played it off pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, did they make, <laughs> did they make that up? <laughs> like, on the spot? <laughs> I think that's awesome. That's horrific writing. Uh, it's probably all Channing, which uh, ever since 21-22 Jump Street, Channing Tatum, like, just raised in my estimation of, like, him not being a dumb guy, just he's he plays a himbo on TV. Yeah. Maybe he's not a himbo. Yeah. Uh, so I love that guy. Yeah. And I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Anything that's creatively fun with him, I'm like, he he embraced it. He did a good job. Yeah. He, he's definitely um, one way or another. People think he's either underrated or he's overrated. Yeah. So Do you, yeah. what's your are you for real? He's a, uh, uh, that was mine with uh, the actual criminality uh, actions that they partook on. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a uh, that was definitely real good stuff. A uh, real good different uh, plot. Plot point. Um, I mean, uh, Jenna Dewan's acting was all right too. I gotta appreciate that yeah. just just for being like an initial role for for this person. Um, well, uh, my for real does that that uh, her former boyfriend Brendan or whatever his name was. There's no way that guy gets a record deal without Mario, right? I mean, Mario is is this <laughs> he is he's the beat behind that guy's voice. <laughs> I just don't see how that guy pulled off that deal. I just it, it, there's no way that happens. Did uh did we mention the fact that uh Jenna Dewan's first movie was The Hot Chick, which we just reviewed uh recently? We did. Uh, yeah. we did mention that Bianca on the Salta. Hot Chick. Bianca yeah. Salsa Girl. Yeah, she was the Salsa Girl. Yeah. But back to what I was saying Great. about Brendan, <laughs> terrible boy, <laughs> terrible boyfriend. They're all bad boyfriends. Both of the boyfriends were terrible. All bad boyfriends. Good for Mario for for mm. being being like the stand up guy. Yep. And good on uh, Channing Tatum for not even trying to pursue and still having to defend himself from a over jealous, over zealous boyfriend. Good for Mario for them just letting him uh, play music wherever he went into. They were just like, yeah, throw a beat, throw up a beat, Mario. He's probably famous. He probably that's why he's at the art school. It's like he's and he's from and he's from the same neighborhood as Channing Tatum and his friends were. So it's like he has the he has the credentials to to back up like doing that. Yeah, when Mac was like, oh, you don't you didn't strike me as an art school guy, and then Heavy D was just like, he's like, man, that is ignorant. <laughs> and I was like, you tell him, you tell him. Um, anything else that stood out to you as bad, Gina? I have one scene that gives me the ick. Um, and this is like maybe probably just a really personal thing with love both your thoughts, but it's the scene where Alison Stoner's like, she got 
She got us Cap'n Crunch, peanut butter Cap'n Crunch, and he eats out of her bowl. Like, oh, man, (laughs) I just get the whole, oh, I was watching that. I was like, I think I put this out of my memory. And, like, I don't know, something about, like, spoons and milk and cereal just real. I was, I was like, ugh, I was really, ugh. Weird food sequences. I don't know how you feel about sharing cereal. Yeah, no, it's horrific. No. And and the fact that she said, oh, I spit on that spoon, that makes him stop eating. It's like, of course she spit on the spoon because she had it in her mouth before you were eating that stupid, before you eating the stupid captain crunch yeah. second point she bring the next time she brings him food it is the largest glass of orange juice i've ever seen in my life <laughs> was that the whole bottle of orange juice that she poured into a cup and he and kachani tatum grabs it and he's a big dude he's but big even dude. then it's the his hand doesn't even cover half the glass yeah. what is going on what is happening what is happening in this movie how many takes did it involve a glass of orange juice and how many glasses of orange juice did they have to go through to make that take work I loved when they were like, we need a scene where they dance together. They're like, they're playing wall ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start dancing. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then they tell the other little kid to do the running man. And, and as soon as he starts doing the running man, Chan, Tatum picks him up by the legs and just swings him around. No, they're like, do, do the they're like do the running man. And he just did a handstand and was walking on his yeah. hands. And I'm like, let this kid shine. Yeah. Why do we get enough of this uh, adopted child? <laughs> My favorite scene of the entire movie is for sure at the end of his first day of work when he go when when Mac and Skinny pick him up for roll school, him up in a stolen car. They roll like up they're, all they do is drive stolen cars. <laughs> all they apparently. do is drive stolen cars. Apparently in Baltimore it's so easy to steal a car. All they have is stolen cars and they roll up and and then he's just, they're just like they start playing music and then Chan, they just watch Channing Tatum dance for like fifteen minutes yeah. in the parking lot and he's just doing all the different moves and I'm like that. Is real friendship right there. Yeah, they're, they're supporting his I mean, homie. You and your boys just in a parking lot, just gigging. You know, there's nothing like it. Kicking the door, <laughs> sliding across the hood. That's yeah. what me and me and Huba used to do. That me mm. and me and Ehab. Those were the days. You know, wow. just just dancing in the parking lot to to some slaps. Yeah, nothing like it. <laughs> He's a good dancer. I would watch him dance for 10 to 15 minutes. I've, uh, you know, never paid attention to it. And then after, like, the third song ended, I would be like, okay, we should probably go. (laughs) This is a stolen car. Yeah. Yeah. I also laughed, like, really hard when he'd make fun of the ballet parts. And he's like, it's not that funny. Like. (laughs) Yeah, no. Like, take it down a notch. Yeah. Like, tights. I don't need. You think I have tights? Literally every joke was about tights. Yeah. They could not come up with more than one joke about tights. If you go on their quote page, the first like nine quotes are all just tight jokes. <laughs> and I'm like, those, aren't, those aren't quotes. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Dumb. Um, <laughs> is there any way to make this fresh? Gina, I'm going to divert to you. Uh, I just kind of think like, there were just too many cl- cliches in too many areas. There was just, so, like I kind of said earlier, there's so many different plot points taken from other things. Like she has a bad boyfriend and a dead dad and her mom doesn't support her <laughs> dream of working after school. That killed me too. Sorry, that was like, <laughs> you yeah. can't get a job after this dance school. And also, why couldn't she go to a dance college? Right. I, I feel like someone reviewed the script and was like, that's too much, like save the last dance. Where's the insurance um, policy? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, just like way too many cliches shoved into one movie when it, it could have been probably a little bit, like, give me a boyfriend who's nice and she just realizes she likes someone better, you know? Like, right. uh, I don't know. I, I I think it could freshen it up. Yeah, her, 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 her mom was like, 
Oh, we have your just apply to these Ivy League colleges. <laughs> I'm like, is she gonna get in? <laughs> is this is just this a, con- a connections business. Uh, my dad, my dad, <laughs> my dad. Hands her a pile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one thing, she's just a pile of them all completed. I was like, I thought she's been really busy with her dancing. Um, that would take, when did she have time to do this? That would take like two days. <laughs> and you'd have to get so many letters of recommendation for those high schools, for those colleges. <laughs> Oh, the biggest, the most snooty college in Maryland is John, Johns Hopkins. There you go. There you go. Uh, how would you make it fresh? I think I agree with you. Whatever you say, I agree with. Me? Personally or Gina? <laughs> no, with, with what you say, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> no, there's either no saving this movie. Um, it, oh, no, it's not either or. It's both. You don't need to make it fresh it, because this movie made $115 million at the box office. It did office. what it needed to do. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like this this is strictly like a butts and seats movie. Like this isn't this isn't gonna this isn't gonna blow your mind and and make you think about life different. It's just gonna be like, okay, here's this love story. Here's this bad kid on the other side of the road story. Here's this universally appreciated script that would translate into literally any culture on this planet. This might be Apex Mountain uh, to use the rewatchables link go of 2000s dance movies like i think 2006 was really the peak of when people were just going to the theaters to watch people dance in movies <laughs> that right. was just what we did yeah no that was, was the thing to do dozens the gold, of them new golden age of cinema was definitely the late 90s to the late aughts um yeah you wanted to escape reality after knowing you know reality could shatter at any moment because of 9-11 <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny to laugh at, but it's too soon. I guess too soon. (laughs) Too soon? Question mark. Uh, Real good stuff in this movie. I thought the dancing was good. Could have been better. So I'm gonna say real okay stuff. Real okay stuff. Uh, The love love story. I'm gonna give seven out of ten. I thought. I thought they. Chemistry was good. If who worked and who didn't work. When I was trying to think about who was a good actor in this movie, I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah. But when I thought about who had good chemistry in this movie, I was like, they they both had good chemistry. You could feel the energy from both of them. They each made each other better actors because they were not very good yeah. <laughs> acting on their own. Yeah. <laughs> but when they were when they were goofing off together, I thought it, I thought it was quality. There was a lot of montages in this movie, and we are a montage podcast, so I appreciated it. But had they had one more montage, I would have been out. Uh, there was a lot of learning how to dance montages. It was as expected, though. It's that kind of movie. Yeah, you got to have those. I mean, you got to skip ahead in I think the you dance. Have four sequences. montages in this. Yeah, movie. there was a lot. There was a lot, but I would say the best was their chemistry. The worst actor um, who didn't work for me. Just the fact that I wasn't that sad that Skinny died kind of tells me that he's the. <laughs> He he's the weak. He's the weak link of the uh, of the movie. He was, and I'm. Uh, um, I'll, I'll go a little bit opposite there and just say all the boyfriends were terrible, like I mentioned earlier. So all the boyfriends um, were the worst. Uh, who didn't work for me? The British rock star guy, the the fake pop star guy who abandons Mario at the altar. Basically, um, yeah, they both sucked. They both weren't great actors. They both had really bad late 2000s uh, wardrobes and uh, frosted tips. I thought they were the same person. Yeah, they, when look, when they look nearly the same. Yeah, yeah. I honestly thought they were the same person. Same white guy. One was American, one was British. Uh, Gina, who worked for you and who did not work for you? 
Um, you know, I thought Mac was pretty okay. Like out of all, like the support, like yeah. I agree about the chemistry. I think that obviously that translated into their real life and it's, it's fun. It's gotta be fun for someone to capture that. Like as the directors, people on the, on the cast getting to kind of see it live. Um, but I thought Mac was pretty good. It's like, you know, supporting, supporting character. Um, I thought Mario was okay. I mean, like, he was the good guy. You know, he kind of just stayed good throughout it all. And you kind of like to see it. He yeah. didn't need to do a lot. They let him stay in his comfort zone, which is where he should stay. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> you just play music. <laughs> and he's like, oh, cool. That's what I do. That's actually what I do. They didn't make him sing, though. I thought Drew Sedora yeah. had a really good voice, too. I thought she sounded wonderful. Yeah. It was a little over the top acting, but she sang really well. I, I like that song a lot. Um, when yeah, it wasn't that. bad. Did you believe the Concert, did you believe Richard the chore did you believe the choreographed dances that were going on while she was singing? The dance off? Yeah, that was no. that was pretty crazy. But I will applaud them for like he seemed confused pretty much throughout. Like he picked it up in little bits. Yeah. But there was never like a moment where he just, oh, oh, this totally makes sense. And he was weirded out by it too, which I, you know, I appreciate them adding that in. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. sometimes they don't do that, you know. <laughs> Uh, my last question to both of you before we uh, wrap up. Who was in the wrong at the end of the movie? Is it Tyler for being mad enough to to quit that she, A, was got her partner back? Didn't He quit before that. Yeah, he quit before that, but he came back. But I'm talking <laughs> about the end when Andrew, Andrew comes back. She handles it really badly. Yeah. But she, he but he doesn't come back after she calls for him. Who 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 was in the wrong in the She end didn't of this fumble movie? the bag as bad as he did. He's the one that fumbled the bag the most because he he got all up in his feels and it he he should have treated it more like a job than He knew that he was anything. that the other guy was coming back. Yeah, yeah. He already knew that. He was like how am I getting picked over this dude only if he couldn't do it and then once he found out he couldn't do it then like it was her obligation to say that to him but yeah. obviously the the damage has been done. They're they're fragile high school children, you know. They're <laughs> okay. they're world shattered by the by the wrong sentence you say. I, guess this is true. I know it because I experienced it. So that's what it does happen. <laughs> Intonation and all that. Uh, body language, who's, weird body Who's language. in the wrong? Who's in the wrong, Gina? You know, I, I'm like, I'm overanalyzing it. But Andrew, at one point, is watching them do this dance routine that is supposedly just, like, well out of his reach. Yep. And then he comes back and is like, oh, yeah, like, put me in. Like, give me this. Give it. Give this to me. Yep. Um, give it back to me. And I just kind of thought, like... He knew he couldn't do it. Like he, you really, like you were really watching it. Like when they were practicing, Andrew wasn't even there when they were practicing. For, <laughs> he was once, I think once, once, and he, it, he that just kind of drove me crazy. Yeah, he and of like, dude, like, yeah, and so I, I agree with like they're supposed to be high schoolers. Like in high school, you do overreact and you don't know what to say and how to resolve issues. Um, so. I'm going to go ahead and say Andrew's kind of like in the fault for like not realizing like, hey, like he did make build this dance differently. He's doing a style that I don't dance to. Like that was the whole point. So I don't know why he thought he could take over something that he'd never, I don't know, did before. So that's, I kind of, I kind of think Andrew. I think you're right. Yeah. Watch, like, watching him do the hip hop dance moves was you know what? stressful. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Who's the villain is the, the, this 
this principal who's all up in everybody's business except when it matters. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's a principal or director. Like she should have she should have stepped in and been like, hey, like let's figure out how we don't how we like do this nicely. Yeah. And incorporate all the I don't know. Does she not that, have other things to do? She was very in everybody's business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, replace the, replace this movie with a punch drunk lover. Uh, so you either have PTA Paul Thomas Anderson redirect this movie, uh, or you add and or replace somebody with Philip Seymour Hoffman, Adam Sandler, Emily Watson, or Luis Guzman. Uh, those are the options. <laughs> We're adding Luis now. <laughs> yeah, he's in the he's in punch drunk. I lover. know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would replace the principal with Emily Watson. I think I think this is a good role for her. She she could bring a slightly different vibe. Cold British, uh, cold British headmistress. Headmaster, headmaster. Yep. Welcome in, headmaster. A modern take on the trench bowl, if you would. <laughs> yeah. uh, mine would be Adam Sandler. He cameos as someone who gets hustled on the court. Yeah, okay, Him yeah. with his long basketball pants. It fits <laughs> it fits right into the years. 2006. He yeah. hasn't changed his basketball shorts since 2006. That's Absolutely. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gina, what do you got? Um, I want Louise Guzman as Tyler. I want to see him pick her no. up, um, which is <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, nobody can pick him up. Louise Guzman. Hey, I can do it. Pick have, her up. Have him as one of the sophomores that, <laughs> that she's like. Wow, this guy's good. Louise Louise Guzman was in his pocket playing Gomez Adams though on Wednesday. I must say. Oh, okay. He was he was giving it his all as a. Uh, as as only a Luis Guzman type Gomez Adams could do, um, yeah. All right, are we uh, are we getting gamey with it? Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the game portion. Uh, we're gonna do the top five. Top five for the top five. In honor of the sadly failed relationship of the burning bright and fast relationship of Jenna Dewan and Tanning Chatham. Yep. Uh, we're going to do co- couples that met while filming a movie and broke up later on. And surprisingly, there's a long list. There's a long list of people that met uh, met on set. Well, are we, we are including TV. Is that is that what we're going to do? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, anything on set. Yeah, we might as well. There. I mean, p- majority of the people that were on TV were also on in movies, yeah, and, so it makes and sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the caveat that they had to have been engaged. Yeah, no, it's marriage. It's marriage, marriage not dating. Marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is just dating. Some of these only got dating. some of these only got into engagements, but I would say um, it's pretty tough to make a top five out of this. I think uh, just to look ahead to next episode, we are going to do the famous uh, Gigli. Mm, giggly. Uh, yep, giggly. Uh, and for that one, we're going to do couples that stayed together or got back together. Yeah, no, <laughs> in, in staying honor, power couples. Yeah, yeah. in honor of uh, Benefer reunited. Benefer Redux, yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll do the uh, couples that stayed together on the next one. So Because we're feeling the love this yeah, year. St- this is a punch-drunk love year. Uh, drunk love is something that happens when you don't stay together, maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ask is. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Nick, what's your number fave? Do you got one, or should we start with me? Start with you. Uh, number five on my list, just because um, it's um, it's popular uh, right now. Uh, the the backstory of everything. It's the um, the tumultuous relationship of Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Yeah. 
They, I mean, uh, yeah, that's it's a solid five. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a known couple that had their that when they were in love, they were apparently very passionate in love, and then the breakup was really bad, and they tried to get back together to make it work, and it didn't happen. And now, uh, now there's this whole story about Liam Hemsworth um, loving Bruno Mars and Miley Cyrus making her own song, saying "fuck you, <laughs> don't give me no Bruno Mars." Yeah, I'm better than that. <laughs> um, I have a couple that were like tough because I really wanted. Like Rob, Rob and uh, and Kristen Stewart. That's a that's ne- a never engaged, never Rob. married. So I don't think they they don't they don't qualify. They married. Rob and Kristen Stewart. No, 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 no. no never. I thought they got married. Never married. Never even engaged. Um. So I think that my five. Oh, I thought they got married. Well, never mind. My five. I'm going Tom and Katie, and no Tom. Actually, yeah, they no, they didn't they didn't meet on set. They though. didn't meet on set. So Tom and Nicole, you got, you're putting that as your five. That's my five. Wowzers! Uh, it's my five because looking back, it it was odd that they were together in the first place. Um, mm. It makes me wonder who is the weird person, you know? But Nicole now with Keith Evan, Keith Evan for a long time, so uh, good for her. I wonder what Tom. How do you even have a conversation with that guy is beyond me. So that's why he's my five. I just don't find him. He's not. He's not. I don't stand his love life, which is why I'm putting him at the five spot. People with money say he's a fun hang. Really? People with money say he's a fun hang. Take that for uh, as you would. He's the type of hang where he would be like, yeah, let's hang out. And then you're like, where are we going? And he's like, oh, we're going to go skydive. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been skydiving. He's like, you'll, lo- you'll love it. <laughs> you want to go squirrel suiting? <laughs> And I'm just like, he would make you do something out of your comfort zone, and you'd be like, that was fun. I hope we never hang out ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to go uh, drive Lamborghinis on, at Laguna Seca right now. Uh, Gino, who's your five? Um, I'm going to, we could do TV shows, right? Yeah. Any, yes, any yes. couple. Yeah. That, that married. Okay. I'm going to go with um, Alexis Liddell and Vincent Cartizer. I don't know how to say his last name. Cartizer yeah. from, I mean, I love. You know, Gilmore Girls um, as a white woman, um, <laughs> millennial. Um, and I do love Mad Men. And I just thought it was cool that they met on set. And they seem like really good, but then they, uh, they call it quits. Yep. Sad for them. Uh, yeah, it was I, recently, too. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. I heard it's because uh, somebody got into an elevator with him and he was like, have you heard me and Alexis broke up? And then they're like, I don't think about you at all. <laughs> <laughs> one a a wrong character b wrong line <laughs> c <laughs> rewatch the show <laughs> i've been thinking about it i've been thinking about getting back into mad men i saw someone like uh um, either put a tweet out or put a post out saying uh i was on my 10th rewatch of mad men and i wanted to notice these things like why are you watching mad men 10 times <laughs> Like that's sixty plus episodes. What are you doing with your life? Um, my number four is the power couple of me and Mad Men. <laughs> we just broke up recently. Um, my number four couples that met filming, uh, filming and broke up because it's not a movie. It can be a TV show. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do this because. You don't really see much of them these days, but when you do, you're like pleasantly surprised that that they show up. Um, okay. Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah. 
They weird relationship because they met as brother and sister on yep, a show. This is true. The sister fell in love, falls in love mm. with the brother on the show. She dies on the show. They get married during the show's production. Not this is before the the sister falls in love with the brother. They get married before that. They divorce as soon as they divorce. That's the storyline that comes up. <laughs> What a crazy story Dexter has, and I'm not saying that's in a good way at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, those, that's my number four because, like, you'll see him, you'll be like, "Oh, Michael C. Hall, you're in this? I didn't know that." Oh, Jennifer Carpenter? Wow, Deb, you're a great actress. <laughs> Why don't I see you in more? And then you know, nothing happens for ten years. Uh, Gina or Nick, whoever's ready. Okay. Gina. Can tell me if this if we can mix this one, but um, Heath Ledger and Michelle Williams they had a kid together. I know it's not marriage, but a, a kid feels that's pretty. That's pretty bonding. I think bonding that counts. I think that yeah. I think that counts. Okay, I'm that was re- that was really that was, that was, that was really a sad. sad one. Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah, that's a sad one uh, because that's it's good, because they broke yeah. up and then and then he passed away. Yeah, and oh man, and they were they were like and Michelle Williams is like yeah we we weren't like non-existent to each other after uh after we broke up like there was a probably a chance we could be together but his uh his uh, addiction uh outweighed everything else yep it's unfortunate my number four uh jennifer Aniston, justin thoreau wow i knew you were gonna put that sneak that one in your stupid list i like them yeah do, name thought, uh, name three things justin thoreau has ever done <laughs> I'm, I'm a leftovers guy. i know you're a leftovers guy of course you're gonna say that <laughs> He was the DJ in Zoolander. He was Zoolander. in two different episodes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was in two different episodes of Sex in the City. He played oh. two different characters. He was two different. Yeah, two... Uh, that's just garbage. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he was a really bad, um, unnecessary boyfriend to Leslie Knope. That's that's how I remember uh, that too, most. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So you know, anything else you want to? Well, I, I just like. the detail? I think that they, JT? they they could have made it happen together. I thought the wrong JT. Yeah, that should be the movie. The wrong JT, starring Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> um, they met during Wanderlust, the movie. Right. By the way, right, right. He was the quasi rebound, but uh, turned out not to be the case. My number three. I didn't know that this that this was the case, but I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, and I liked both of them as actors, Lawrence Fishburne and Gina Torres. Met on Matrix Reloaded, married, uh, broke up like 10 years ago. I did not know that they broke up. They were husband and wife in the Hannibal show. Oh. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Uh, I love them both as actors, and, you know, I wish them the best. Wish them the best. Thank you. <laughs> uh, wishbone, Fishbone. Lawrence Fishbone. Uh, whoever. I'm going to do um, Rachel Bilson and Hayden Wow. Christensen. That's a good one. Um, I mean, talking about the OC, um, yeah. love her. And I, I, you know, I feel like Jumper was also one of those movies when it came out. I'm sure if I rewatched it, I would not like it. Future contender. Really. We're doing Jumper this really year. Really into that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I like Rachel Bilson a lot. Bilson. Um, I think she's a hoot and so beautiful. And he's so beautiful. Um, so that made me sad. And they were good. They're a cute little couple. I actually don't know if they got married, though. They do have a daughter, though. Um, yeah. They also have a maybe. That's your uh, <laughs> that's just that's your list. You. Uh, 
Yeah, you're doing you're doing marriage. What do I think that I think marriage through procreation? Yeah, <laughs> it's very Mormon of you. Yeah, you're my wife because uh, I command that uh, I procreate with you. I just watched Under the Banner of Heaven, so I'm really into some uh, Under Mormon, the Banner of Heaven. Some fundamentalist Mormon sect, um, true crime. Um, okay, uh, Nick, who's your three? I'm gonna put uh, Jolie and Pitt at three. Jolie Pitt. Wow, they are one of the most famous breakups, but it it's turned sour in a really way that bad. I and that I don't like at all. Really bad. Uh, so it, I hesitate to even put it on, but I think that it deserves a spot just okay. in the top five. But I think it's pretty negative. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I, it's not going to mm. be in my my top two at all. Yeah. Um, I'm talking myself out of it right now, but I think I think just notably it uh, it's it's there. Okay. Uh, I'll probably rearrange in the next five minutes. Uh, mine is the most disappointing breakup to happen in most recent years, but I guess there's light at the end of tunnel at the end of the tunnel for both of them. Um, both were dedicated parents. Both met on set, but didn't necessarily get together while they were on set. Okay. Um, they uh, reconnected later in life and and produced a big family. Um, but it just didn't work out, and and they're amicable. So that's the coolest part about um. About the two, cool mom, cool dad. Uh, thought the dad was gonna go way downhill after divorcing, after getting the divorce, but he he bounced back because it's the Renaissance. Because I'm talking about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, <laughs> man, <laughs> what a great couple! Like I don't know this history behind them. I just know that they really liked each other to, enough to have so many kids with each other. And then the Ben the Ben Dunkin' Donuts memes came out. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's not looking good for Ben. <laughs> and then the divorce happened. And you thought he was done. You thought he was toast. You thought it was the um, the what's the what's the basketball movie that he's came still out? fairly toast but yeah <laughs> he's back what are you he's, talking about ben he's, is back ben is back <laughs> julia roberts movie yeah he's bad fleck <laughs> he's he's back at back bad at bad at back fleck um but yeah that's my that's my two is uh uh benifer garner ben affleck jennifer garner okay uh that's something that's something uh power I, couple i when feel really hot. i feel really bad for for um for them I don't for Jen, for Jennifer Garner. She wanted it. She wanted the divorce. She oh no yeah. no no yeah. But they're no. amicable. That's the thing. Is like yeah. there's no apparently no point of contentions. Like they're both going to like their daughters' recitals. They're hanging out with they're the both Jennifers are, are chilling with each other. They're they're being adults as adults should be. Yeah, I need an adult. Gina, who's your two? Okay, then I'm gonna put Nicole and Tom. Nicole as and Tom's too. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because. Cause that's some messy, some messy stuff. And then I love that photo of her when she gets the divorce. Oh my god! Yes, oh my god. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people. So that one was a little bit. It's two because it was so good. You're like, get it, Nicole Kidman. Get away from that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's all fair points. Nick, what's your two? I've done it. I've uh, decided to <laughs> to rearrange. Oh, big surprise! I'm kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kicking Jolie Pitt off of my off my list. Totally, totally. Wow. Okay. What's your three two? My three is now Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Ooh. Oh. That's a dark horse. And my two is uh, Jenna Dewan and Channing Tatum. Ooh. Why? Th- why them? I just thought they would make it. So it really, it really caught me off guard when they, when they didn't. And mm. I thought that they, I just liked them a lot. Oh, and then why didn't you think Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan didn't work out? <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Cox and uh, David Arquette, a legendary, a funny guy, hot lady uh, couple. Where, legendary. Yeah. Yeah. 
top five um, of that category as well. The best joke about their marriage was from The Simpsons when uh, Marge uh, says, I, I still can't even get, get used to calling her Courtney Cox Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. If we're leaving it to number one, the number one is going to be the number one Hollywood power couple throughout our entire lives, uh, up until a certain point, obviously. But dominated headlines whenever they were out and about they were they were the they were the cute couple they were the reason like the paparazzi thrived uh on an international level let alone on a national level um they couldn't go anywhere in los angeles without being photographed and they were the the biggest superstars of the 90s up until 99 Andrew nine, Garfield and Emma Stone never got engaged or married no no they didn't i know <laughs> sorry yeah. to ruin your number yeah, one i'm talking about the 90s because they were like 10 <laughs> During that time, it's uh, it's Tom Cruise and Nicole Kim, and we already talked about them. But um, it ended with um, with them doing Eyes Wide Shut. Who would have knew that Stanley Kubrick, his dying wish was um, for Nicole and Tom to break up? <laughs> R.I.P. to that relationship. R.I.P. to uh, any sort of grain of sanity left in Tom Cruise's head after that yep. divorce. Okay. Gina, give us your number one. Yeah, you and I are doing a little flippity floppity. Flippity floppity. Give me the zoppity. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner um, wrecked my soul. I yeah. I felt like I was a pretty big like J Lo and Ben in. I remember like being very upset that like he was with J Lo because I don't right. know why. I just, <laughs> just remember being very upset about it as flip flopping on Jennifer's because they were because they were all over the tabloids, right? Like it was yeah. all about like Benifer, and it was just like it was so much, and it just felt like like they didn't really have a good vibe um together but you know i'm wrong because now they're back together and yeah i i just thought him and jennifer gardner were so cute and they yeah. just did seem like they really loved each other and really respected each other mm-hmm. and and so i also applaud them for being adults um and and seemingly being very much on good terms yeah um for their kids who are we to they know? do have a lot of kids um yeah yeah and i think i i think she's she's so sweet too like i love jennifer gardner um, and I've actually heard that J Lo is not a nice person. Yeah, via TikTok. I, I've heard that. Um, heard that as well so, through TikTok. Yeah, that's what I'm sticking with. I like it. I like it a lot. Nick, my number one. I really want to uh, to put Ryan Philippi and uh, Reese, <laughs> and Reese oh, Witherspoon. Wow. Ryan and Reese. <laughs> oh, oh. At my number one, You're giving us some some I, heavy hitters. I don't know if I can, but the the couple they're competing with, we got some heavy hitters on our top five. So I'm just here to tell yeah, you. Yeah. So um, you starting five with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman was a bold move, Cotton. I'm gonna go. Uh, see, there's there's another one, Sean Penn and Robin Wright Penn. Mm, but they're kind of like chummy mm, now, which is weird. They're chummy now. Um, I'm going to choose another two that are chummy, but I don't But Robin think... Wright didn't do anything after the after she had kids. After yeah. she had kids, she, she quit, and then she I don't came think... back during a problematic president. You're right. I show. don't think that they met on set, too. So tell me if these if this doesn't count. They met on stage. That counts as a set. It counts as a set? Then I'm going to go my number one... Makes me the most sad that they broke up. Uh, celebrity couple, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. 
Oh. Yeah, because they met on um, Upright uh, UCB. U- UCB. Yeah, yeah. Does that count? UCB. I'll count it. I'll count it. Okay. Why not? I'll take it then. Yeah, that's that's going to be my number one. Uh, <laughs> Amy Poehler and Will Arnett, <laughs> the couple that you found out were together and then found out they were apart, and you're like, oh, dang. Like, oh. <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah. It's like the next day. It's like, oh, they're breaking up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan Phillippe and uh, Reese, though. Uh, that's up there, too. Even to honorable mention. He seems like a shark guys type guy. Can't uh, trust him. Honorable mention for me, Fred Armisen and Elizabeth Moss. There oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because of how apparently so hated, hated they they. They have toward each other now. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss? Or are you talking about Elizabeth Moss? Elizabeth, the Scientologist Elizabeth Moss f- was married to Fred Armisen. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. See, that probably drove her to Scientology. I bet. Uh, no, I think it turned him off of her. Was her <laughs> preaching about science Scientology? Okay. I. Uh, I feel like didn't you make some comment about it being like tortured every day with this comedy? Two years. Like yeah. That? Yeah. The two years of my life were absolute <laughs> torture. Uh, listening to his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother! Wow. Okay, good. Good for all of us. Good list. Good list. Good list. Uh, quick game. Step up eight. What's your version of step up eight? What's the plot of your step up eight? So it's kind of a mix between um, of continuing the franchise, but at the same time uh, continuing one of our uh, categories uh, while judging this movie. And it's going to be Paul Thomas Anderson's step up eight. And it uh, revolves around going back to the school that's about to close down. And they're focusing on bringing the actors, the actors uh, that are participating in the school of the arts back up. Um, but they have to get funded through dancing. So it's like modern dance meets acting. So he, so Paul Thomas doing a lot of layers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got a lot of levels yeah, here yeah. to this pyramid. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's mine. PTA step up eight. <laughs> Gina, what's your step up eight? <laughs> My step up eight is um, a little different. Um, it's like a TikTok influencer um, who's sent on a trip to Argentina so like her TikTok dancing is very much like you know just like going through the motions with like the popular songs um and while she's on this like influencer trip in Argentina she's like exposed to the world of tango and she finds like a lot of passion and love for it but her followers don't really like the change so she starts losing followers and she can't really like decide it's like is it more important for me to be famous on TikTok or is it for me to like pursue dancing that I actually enjoy um and she'd be kind of conflicted between you know like the money and the love of you know finding something new and that she's passionate about and yeah plot twist. That was it. plot twist the end of the movie she finds um she finds a descendant of hitler and then goes and kills hitler <laughs> in the argentinian mountains i think that tango tang- oh, yeah i forgot <laughs> this takes place in 1954 T- tango could have a moment on tiktok uh, possibly but I, it I should i, I bet think, it is i think tiktok is the right call i think yours is the one that would get picked up Bet it's super popular on Argentinian TikTok. If they if they even allow it, if that government even allows that app to <laughs> function in Argentina. Both mine are moving to action territory. Uh, step up, either a Squid Game step up where they advance levels uh, based on dance battles. Nice. Or uh, and maybe mix this in there. You know, fight dance fighting capoeira. Some capoeira. Uh, the capoeira dance. Capoeira dance, crew comes in. Dance fighting movie. Yeah. Wow. So it's like you got served mixed with step up, yep. mixed with uh, extreme game. violence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. A little idea. bit of West Side Story. Directed yeah, by West Gareth Side Evans. Story. There'd be some DDR in there too. <laughs> Final thoughts: Is this movie better than The Big Green? No. 
Yeah, I don't I don't think so personally. Personally, I don't think it's better than Big Green. Gina, have you seen the Big Green? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I, I do. You think it's better? You I'm can say it. I'm a Gutenberger girl. Oh, yeah. um, no, I, I think I think a Big Green is better. Um, if Especially if I'm thinking nostalgically. Like, I, if I had to choose between one to watch, mm-hmm. I'd watch the Big Green okay. over Step Up. I think that... Step Up. Step Up did not age well, I don't think. Like, when I watched it, I literally had a really hard time. I kept stopping it because it's like, I just need a break from this. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I, uh, it's it's fine. Big Green is better though. Re-rating step up. Uh, I'm gonna give it forty-two percent. I'm gonna jump it into the forties. Nah, it's not. It's it doesn't deserve to be over twenty-five. I think it's perfectly rated. It's it 21. is what it is. It you is th- what it is. You think that this all the sequels are better than this one? I don't know. I'm not going to watch the sequels, <laughs> but they're probably better because there's not much you can do with this story. It's definitely perfectly rated. It yep. shouldn't be above 25. It definitely shouldn't be below 20. So any number there, 21, sure. 21 Savage. I yep. think it was adequately rated. Yeah, I thought it was there fair. Uh, 20, like 20, ugh, sorry, 2006 me would have... Bought you on this rating. 95, you would have given it. Yeah. 83%. Yeah. I would have been like, no, hands down, best movie, best soundtrack. Give it all the Oscars. But um, <laughs> no, I, I think it's adequately rated yeah, at this fair. point. Yeah. <laughs> My blurb is uh, this isn't a step dance movie. It's the dance movie that stepped up. Wow. And it's okay at being your dad. <laughs> no, that, you, you, now you ruined it. <laughs> Um, I'm your dad, Stephen. No, you're not. My blurb is, <laughs> watch like no one's dancing. <laughs> watch, watch like no one's dancing. Yeah, that's why. It's, that's why I thought the a dance movie where dance. one of them has a club foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my left foot too. The streets. <laughs> yeah. Real recommendations. Uh, we end the show with a happy something you'd like to recommend to other people. Uh, we will start with our guests. Gina, what would you like to recommend? Yeah. Um, well, I, I have like two that I'm excited for that I, I hope people will watch, which I think they will. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six was a really good book, and it's being turned into a series, which is exciting, rather than like a movie. Um, so that's going to be a really good one. And I'm really excited for Shrinking. Uh, shrinking uh with jason siegel and harrison ford and the creators of ted lasso i feel like that's going to be a really good one yeah and then a really good book i read recently was i thought it was about i thought this was the i thought the tv show was based on the book called severance um but they have nothing to do with each other except they're kind of similar in like a post-apocalyptic world but severance the book is truly one of the the best books i've read in 2023 and it's only january but um it was so good um i i like i devoured it in like two days they're so not they're not really the they're not related it. i'll send it to you no i i literally was in i felt like such an idiot i was in the bookstore it's like oh severance like the show it's it's totally based on the show or the book is the the show is based on the book and i was like so loud at this really cute little bookstore and they probably were like this girl's an idiot um and yeah um and so i bought it and i was like there is no adam scott character so far i don't think this is right and then did a little digging and it was um it was 
they're not similar, but same name. Um, so definitely recommend reading it though. If you, if you like a book or audio listen, if, if that's your jam. Wow. I will, uh, I avoided it. Cause I was like, I don't want to know what happens in the show. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. so, so, but now <laughs> I will, I will jump back uh, on Just that side. Just as ignorant. Who would have knew? Yep. Real, real recommendation. Uh, for me, I, um, I recommend uh, women talking. <laughs> women talking. There you go. I did see women talking, and I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Actually, I thought it was uh, very good. I would also recommend the Vice article that I read this morning uh, about the uh, about how they're the, for sale. The Boom! Men- <laughs> about the Mennonite community. Yeah. No, it's it's from 2013. It's mm-hmm. an old article mm. uh, about the Mennonite community that this all uh, actually happened at in Bolivia. Oh um, wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. But yeah, women talking. Uh, highly seek it out. Big Mennonite community outside uh, outside the city limits of Chico. So there's that. Wow. Nice there you go. Yeah. So I saw all the ladies with weird dresses at Costco all the time. Yeah. Because they would go to Costco and buy their stuff. Well, there you go. Yeah. Weird flower print dresses. Uh, my real my, uh, my real recommendation is going to be Last of Us. Uh, great video game. Even better TV show. There you go. I uh, need to watch it. It's, it's uh, really freaky. It's the end all be all zombie apocalypse uh, TV show. Uh, it it's it should be um it should be better than uh, the Walking Dead and end better end better as well than the Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I didn't even watch Walking Dead, so there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast brought to you by the phrase "There you go." <laughs> Probably my tenth time saying that. Uh, um, Gina, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate your expertise. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime. Uh, for all you other Cretans out there, uh, keep it real. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. And uh, take it away, these people. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes are gotten You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah.